Parks Magic for One is a podcast for all solo Walt Disney World travelers. We'll chat about my trips to the parks, discuss important considerations as a solo traveler, and share resources and tips for your next visit. Check out parksmagicforone.life for links to podcast episodes, as well as other exclusive resources to help plan your next trip to the most magical place on earth. Welcome to Parks Magic for One. Uh, today's podcast is a uh, bonus episode that's not part of any series. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Eric Hall WDW. Visit ParksMagicForOne.life for episode listings and other great content. And of course, all opinions expressed are my own. And Parks Magic for One is in no way affiliated with or endorsed by the Walt Disney Company. Hey everybody, this is Eric, and welcome to Parks Magic for One, a podcast where we talk about solo traveling to Walt Disney World Resort, we talk about planning, we talk about parks, we talk about resorts, you name it, uh, we talk about it. And this week, today, um, we don't have a plan. Uh, to be perfectly honest with all of you, and I know that uh, there are some of you who um, who I... I speak with uh, on a regular basis online and that sort of thing. Um, I, I was not necessarily planning on doing an episode today, um, as I'm sure for a lot of you um, as well. My life here the last couple of days has been a little hectic and a little busy uh, at work, and um, and so I was uh, not, uh, not necessarily feeling uh, an episode today. But um, after getting home and um, hanging out for a while and uh, uh, kind of relaxing, I, I figured, okay, we'll go ahead and, and talk a little bit. Um, so this isn't part of a new series necessarily, but just a, a few minutes of uh, me kind of talking through things um, that have happened here at the Disney World Resort uh, the last couple of days and sort of thinking about um, what it means for a lot of you, um, a lot of the discussion boards and Facebook groups and um uh, folks that I follow on Twitter and that kind of thing, um, you know, a lot of the questions are around. So I have a trip coming up and what what does that mean for me? Um, and, um, you know, I, we'll preface everything here, obviously, by saying that nobody really knows, right? The, um, in fact, I was just watching a, um, um, uh, a video uh, on a YouTube channel that I, um, that I watch fairly frequently and he uh, he lives in in the Orlando area and does a lot with um, Disney World and and uh, that sort of thing. And he he was talking about you know and he I mean he knows the system fairly well and he knows a lot of the people involved and I don't know that he has any inside information necessarily but he's been around the parks for a long time and and knows quite a bit and his his thought he said based on some of the uh, some of the changes that he's seeing and um, you know just some of the um, I don't want to call severity of what they're putting in place but um, you know I mean they're, they're being fairly aggressive in in how they're they're closing things down and um, you know now now the uh, resorts are closed we found out yesterday I think um, of course they um, have um, uh, gotten rid of uh, the vast majority of uh, live performers, uh, especially in World Showcase now. So kind of putting all of those things together um, and looking at some of the <clears throat> um, guidance that uh, Disney has put out about the cruise line and, and a variety of other things, his 
his take is that you're probably looking at a fairly solid four to eight week shutdown of um, of the parks and resorts in the U.S. And uh, and and so you know for for people who have um, you know spring break trips planned, although you know in light of of everything that's going on, you know those probably shouldn't be happening anyway, even if the resort was open. Uh, you know, and so it, it really does make it difficult for, for people who, um, yeah, who were planning on, on visiting. Uh, from what I've heard, Disney has been very good about um, doing everything they can to accommodate people as far as cancellations and, um, and rebooking and, and all of that. Uh, I've heard of a lot of people who have maybe had a um, reservation here in the next, um, you know, couple months. And they, um, while they maybe haven't gotten rid of that reservation yet, they've, you know, booked sort of a safety net in the summer or maybe early fall. So, you know, all of those are, are options as well. Um, you know, Disney's also, you know, there are a lot of things that they're doing, um, you know, for, say, pass holders. Um, they're extending annual passes, tables in Wonderland, um, you know, for whatever length of time the parks are closed. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it, it's not an easy situation for anybody. And, um, I think for a company as large as Disney for, you know, the number of employees they have for the number of moving parts that are part of that Disney bubble, um, you know, I, I have to think that they've handled it fairly well. So, I mean, always, you know, always place to, um, you know, to, uh, Monday morning quarterback, but uh, it's not really the the thing to do right now. So, um, yeah. So to all of you, you know, who who have trips, myself included, actually, I've got a trip coming up here. You know, I've been talking about um, in just about two months. <clears throat> um, I haven't canceled that yet. Um, I also haven't booked airfare or anything like that yet. I'm not quite that optimistic. Um, but I'm going to hang on to it for a while and see, um, you know, just kind of see how the next couple of weeks goes. It sort of feels like the, um, the federal government is kind of taking things in two week, um, increments, um, is kind of what it sounded like at the press conference today. Uh, and you know, ultimately it's all about what we, what we do, right. Um, you know, we, we, I, I appreciated, um, our governor came on this afternoon and, um, you know, just did the, the daily update and, um, you know, she was talking about how, um, or someone, someone had asked, you know, is she going to put restrictions in place for, um, you know, restaurants and bars and that sort of thing, like some states have done. And, you know, her response was, was a good one. She said, you know, ultimately it, it would be nice if it wouldn't take, her putting those kinds of, of rules and, and policies or recommendations or whatever they are in place, you know, that people would recognize that because of where we're at, that, you know, really those are things that make sense to do. And so maybe I shouldn't, uh, you know, go out to eat and, and um, you know, go to the bar and that sort of thing as frequently or with as many people as I usually do. Um, which I think is a really good point. You know, if we all, um, if we all kind of recognize what's going on and, um, uh, you know, try to get to the point where we just sort of make this part of how we work, um, I think we're all going to be better off. But, uh, getting back to some Disney stuff, I guess. Um, yeah. So, you know, obviously everything's closed down. Um, I, if you haven't had a chance to, 
go online, uh, you know, go to YouTube and uh, look up a, a few folks um, to, to find some videos for the park closing last night. Um, they really did um, some pretty cool stuff, it looked like, at, at um, all of the parks, with the exception of Animal Kingdom. Uh, people, from what I've heard and read, uh, Animal Kingdom didn't, I mean, just because of the animals that are there, you can't do a whole lot, but uh, they really didn't do much of anything. The park just kind of closed and people left and that was about it. Uh, but it sounds like at the other parks anyway, um, the cast members were pretty involved in um, in saying goodbye to guests. Um, I'm sure you've maybe seen pictures or video of Magic Kingdom and I think um, Disneyland did this as well where they had uh, characters and cast members lined up at the train station, um, you know, waving to folks. Um, and uh, uh, I can never remember his name, Josh. Josh um, Demaya, I think is maybe his name, is the um, president of uh, the Florida Parks, and uh, he he was there along with uh, the characters at the the train station and waving to folks. So, um, you know that's that's the you know that's the part that that makes it, it I think more difficult. Um, you know, and we're gonna hope that Disney takes care of all of the cast members. Um, you know, when they're when they're not working. Uh, but it's definitely, you know, it's definitely tough to see, um, you know, most of the, the Disney cast members, um, you know, are doing that because they, they love Disney. They grew up going to Disney. Uh, it was a dream to work in the parks for them. Um, you know, there aren't too many people who, who just say, oh, I, you know, I need a job. I'm going to go work at Disney. Um, that, I don't, I don't know that that happens very often. And so most of the people who were there, um, really do have a, um, have a strong connection with what they do. And it was really cool to see that come through last night. Um, and uh, I, I think almost it was interesting, too, because not only did you have the cast members who, um, you know, who were, were on stage, who were working, but you also had a lot of cast members in the audience. And a lot of um, Instagrammers that I follow and, and YouTubers are, are cast members. And so, you know, they were sort of on the other side as a guest last night and, and you know, kind of recording, capturing that moment. Um, and that was, that was very cool too. So, um, that would be one thing that, um, you know, I would go take a look at if you haven't had a chance to, to do that. Some of the other things, um, that I've kind of seen come across, um, you know, various platforms. Um, I do think it's, um, I, oh, and I should mention before I, before I go on to the next part, uh, at Epcot, the cast members at Epcot did sort of the same thing. Obviously, there right now it's a little tricky to do because there's so many walls up. Um, but uh, the cast members lined the uh, the walls um, leading out out of the park, or, or at least sort of past Spaceship Earth there. Uh, and so they and they all had um, a lot of um, you know the LED light up kinds of things, and so they were all they were all lined up as as guests were leaving at the end of the night, and so that was very cool as well. Um, yeah, so you know other things that you know that we can we can do here to sort of bide our time. Not that um, not that you know a lot of us are going to have a lot to do over the next few weeks here as we support other people through um, through the crisis, but. Um, you know, if you do need a distraction, which I think we probably all need at some point, uh, you know, some things to do. Um, I, um, I never, I didn't really pay a lot of attention to some of the entertainment in Epcot that, um, that they have maybe temporarily, maybe permanently, I don't think anybody knows, um, let go. And so one of the things that I did, um, yesterday afternoon, actually, I was just kind of messing around and, 
uh, went to find some videos of those groups performing. So like the, um, uh, the drummers in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot, um, so Sergio, which I, okay. So here's something else. I don't know that I've ever talked about Sergio in this podcast. Um, I've got like, you know, 15 hours of podcast so far, and I don't think I've ever mentioned Sergio. I love the fact that there are performers like that on the street in Epcot, um, in World Showcase. I love the fact that people enjoy what the performers do. Sometimes it just rubs me the wrong way, and I have to tell you that Sergio is one of those. <laughs> um, and it's the whistle. If you get, if if you know, or go on, go online and find a video. He's he's is he a mime? I don't know if he's a mime or not. I think. I think maybe he is, but he but he uses he uses a whistle like a coach's whistle. Um, instead of talking, he blows this whistle, and and he he juggles and he has people like throw balls into nets and it's it's very interactive and it's very cool and people love it. Um, I just the the whistle just gets to me after about thirty seconds or so, and so I he has never been one of my favorite um, performers. But um, you know you kind of make your way through the um, through the world showcase there. I don't know that I've heard anything about the uh, the uh, Chinese acrobats. I don't I don't know that they were on the list of um, of entertainment that was canceled. Um, but I I don't know. Um, but you've got them, uh, British Revolution, which of course is the um, the British rock band that performs uh, in the UK, has a huge cult following. Has been there a long time. Well, all of these performers have actually. Um, have been there a long time, and, um, and 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 so it is really sad to see them go. But but anyway, my whole point is go find some videos and watch some of these. Um, you know, if if they're not going to come back, now's the time, right before we start to lose track of the videos and what have you. Um, just take a few minutes and watch a performance or two. Um, British Revolution uh, in the UK. Um, the drummers in Japan. They do have a name. I'm, I'm going to be able to come up with it. But the drummers in Japan. Um, the let's see. There was another one. Uh, Sergio, I suppose you could find a, a recording of him if you really wanted to. Uh, the the chair stackers, the acrobats in um, f- uh, France. By the way, Sergio performs in Italy. Uh, in France, they have the stair chacker, boy, chair stacker um, kind of acrobat people. Um, I believe they have been um, canceled as well. So take a couple minutes and go see if you can find some of those videos and watch them. Um, yeah, really cool. And that's, you know, that's what that's what adds to to the sort of kinetic nature of of Disney parks, right? Um, if you take all of those things out, if you take those street performers, um, you know, you take the little kiosks, the little shops and what have you out of that and you just sort of leave the buildings that are there, it loses a lot. And and I don't think we realize what how much some of those other things add to um, add to the atmosphere and, um, and, 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 you know, until they're gone and, uh, it looks like they're going to be gone for at least a period of time. So, um, anyway, that's one thing you could do. Um, the other thing, and this kind of, this will lead into, um, the podcast for, um, the real next one, which will be coming on Monday or sorry, Thursday, that, that will be the next one. Um, and, and we're going to talk all about some of the resources and uh, resources sounds too formal, but some of the places online, um, some of the YouTubers, Instagrammers, tweeters uh, that I really like to follow and that I, I think um, have really kind of shaped a little bit about how I think about Disney and think about my trips. 
Um, and we'll, we'll go through some of those, but here, here's my, my challenge. If you're listening, um, and if you have some time, maybe, uh, in the next couple of days, um, be ready to, to tweet me or, or um, send me a message about, uh, sort of your favorite, um, online folks. And actually you could do it before Thursday. And if you do, I'll, I'll mention it and, um, in the, the podcast Thursday, but, uh, you know, if there are, um, if there are social media folks or places, websites even that you really like getting uh, either information from, or, uh, you really like, um, you know, if it's a YouTuber or a vlogger, um, you know, then you really like whatever it is they do, um, be, be ready to share that. Send it to me if you want to before Thursday and I'll mention it in the podcast, um, or, um, you know, hang on to it and, see if I mentioned it. And if not, then you can go ahead and send it to me afterward. But uh, that's what we're going to start talking about for the next three episodes are some of those kinds of um, places that I go to for information and inspiration uh, and just sort of a um, relaxing, relaxing time to, to get away from stuff. Um, and, and I think too, that some of that will um, will sort of tie back to some of the planning things that we did because a lot of the resources that I'm going to share, some of the ones that I've already started to put together, um, it is about planning and it is about kind of information. But at the same time, um, you know, the cool part about that is that you can, um, you know, there are some there are some uh, YouTubers that, you know, they go into the parks two, three, four times a week and do live streams. Uh, so you can really, you know, if you just want to hang out and have that going in the background, you know, in an evening or something, you can do that. So it's kind of a cool way to stay connected with the parks, um, you know, even even when you're not there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what all of those folks do over the next few weeks. Um, my sense is, and and this is what some of them have, have put out there on social media, is that, you know, if they are, if they are a vlogger or a YouTuber, uh, and, and, you know, they live in the area, they've probably got hours and hours and hours of unused uh, video um, uh, content, you know, that, that they have sort of stacked up. And so a lot of them, I think, are going to dig into some of that and probably put some videos out about that, obviously, since they can't do, you know, live stuff. Um, so it, it'll be interesting, you know, and there are, uh, there are definitely people who, uh, that's how they make their livings. Um, I'm not exactly sure how or what that looks like. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, um, more power to them if that's that's what they can do. But there are certainly people who, who that is how they make their living. And so, you know, for the next uh, month or two, um, that's, that's going to be a little bit challenging for them because, you know, even though the parks aren't open, you know, if they're still cranking out content, um, I don't know, you know, people, I think a lot of the time, you know, people who access that kind of stuff online, you know, have a trip coming up. And so they kind of want to get excited about it, or maybe want to learn a little bit more. Um, you know, you've got folks who, you know, a lot of people for the next couple of months aren't going to be traveling down there. And so, you know, some of the excitement, enthusiasm is going to wane, um, I think. And, you know, plus we have lots of other things to think about in terms of ourselves and our families and, and neighbors and jobs and what have you. So um, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think it's going to be a challenge for all the folks that, you know, that um, kind of use that as a uh, as a source of income. So whatever we can do, you know, to um, um, to continue to support them and you know, click like on some videos on YouTube and uh, share some stuff. Um, it'll help them out. So that's what we'll do. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, so I think I'll kind of leave things there. I didn't really have a whole lot um, more to say. I don't think, um, by all means, if you want to connect with me, um, uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's Eric Hall WDW. Uh, I do have the new website, which uh, is is up and running. Um, I, I'm still working on some content to put there, um, some kind of support materials. Uh, this, this little lapse of the parks here has given me a little bit of a breather. Um, I can kind of take my time a little bit on those. Um, and, um, but my goal is to get things put together and have some other, um, uh, material, uh, available for, um, all of you in the next month or two. So look for that. Um, but visit it. It's, uh, parks magic for one, the number one dot life L I F E. Uh, and you can check out, um, some pictures of me and my trips and uh, all of the episodes of Parks Magic for One are there. They're nicely categorized. It's easy to find what you want. Uh, very simple to navigate and say, oh, hey, I want to find a podcast where he talks about, um, you know, Journey into Imagination or whatever. Um, and so we'll, um, you can certainly find things there and, uh, and I'll keep adding to it. So uh, with that, I, I do have some other ideas for, um, for some other um, podcast things coming up. Um, outside of the regular Monday and Thursday. Um, and uh, I do enjoy doing this. And so I think I'm going to um, maybe up my game a little bit over the next um, over the next few weeks, uh, just to maybe give a few of you something else to, to do if you if you're uh, stuck at home, which a lot of us are going to be stuck at home. So um, and if you're not, if you're one of those folks who um, who is out there uh, in the trenches, um, doing the work to support the rest of us, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, there's, there are a lot of people who, um, who don't have the, the, um, luxury of being able to work from home or, uh, what have you. And so I, um, I certainly appreciate all that you do, um, to keep the rest of us um, safe and healthy. So with that, I think I'll let you go. I'm not even going to do the formal ending this time. I'm just going to say, um, thanks for listening. Take care, everybody. Um, go find me on social media or on the website and I will talk to you on Thursday. Thanks everybody.